Thanks very much, Derek. Oh, I start with the deficit. Oh, great. Thank you. <coughs> um, this takes me back to my uh, teenage years on a dairy farm uh, in, in Australia. Um, so what's the problem? Dairy products highly effective in delivering nutrients, high amino acid scores, insulin growth factors, very, very effective, dense in calories, you know, really great stuff for young children to help them grow um, tasty, palatable, familiar. There doesn't seem to be much of an acceptance uh, constraint there. But when you look across the world, there are low levels of dairy consumption amongst children. But enormous variability across countries, low consumption in Africa, most of much of Asia, and high prices. I mean, I think the work um, that Derek and his co-authors did under Arena One really pointed out the importance of those price differences in the ratio, the calorie price ratio, um, of, uh, of animal source foods uh, to starchy staples. Um, why is it so expensive? I mean, dairy powder, after all, is highly tradable. New Zealand is a huge exporter. Um, why don't prices equalize across countries? Countries can import it. Uh, it can be reconstituted at the factory level um, or uh, at the home level. Um, so how do we analyze the problem? Those calorie price ratios are, are where we begin, we accumulate, we build on um, the earlier work. Um, then the question of how important are prices across country regressions that we report, looking at income prices and other variables, things like refrigeration and water quality if you're reconstituting or keeping milk. Um, we also look at processing margins. We look at the world price. We look at the farm gate price from FAO and other sources, and then we look at the retail prices. We also look at the trade margins as we build up from farm uh, to the consumer price ratios. Then we look at reform options, and it turns out there are big differences in the types of countries. There are some countries that are seeking to protect um, industries that are marginally competitive, some that have lower prices that have actually decided um, to rely um, on imports um, in, a, in a large-scale way. When we look at the frequency with which children eat dairy products, we find it's very low in most of the African countries and in the poorer countries of Southeast Asia that are classified um, in the definition we're using, so Lao um, and Lao, uh, Lao PDR and, and others. Now, those countries with low rates of consumption, not surprisingly, generally have relatively low PPP uh, incomes, much less so, m much lower than the incomes in um, Latin America, for instance, uh, and uh, Middle East, North Africa. Um, the price ratios, uh, as uh, Derek pointed out, are very high. And these numbers like 22, 23 um, times the cost of calories in the form of staples. Um, and then piped water the frequency with which households have piped water, and this is all based on DHS surveys that give this information, is much lower in those countries. So um, some regression analysis uh, here. Um, GDP per capita is important, and the fresh milk price is important. The, the higher the price, the lower is consumption. That explains about 20% uh, of, of the difference in the frequency with which kids uh, consume uh, dairy products. Pipe water. Um, turns out to be important and the presence of a refrigerator. If you've got dairy products, it's very useful to have a refrigerator uh, in the household. Uh, will encourage consumption. Now, of course, those variables are a little correlated um, with uh, income, and so the coefficient, direct coefficient on income, is smaller in the full um, regression. Um, 
what happens what if we look at the, a plot here of the price of dairy products relative to uh, uh, starchy staples, the higher it is, um, as it is in many sub-Saharan African countries, the lower um, is the frequency uh, of, of consumption. Um, price differences across uh, different dairy types, um, as, as we see uh, here, that child dairy frequency varies a lot. Of course, there's a set of uh, interesting set of countries here. Here we have Nigeria and Vietnam at the end, low production potential, domestically production potential, um, and then other countries like uh, Ethiopia, Kenya, uh, India, with much higher um, production uh, potential. Um, so, and then you see interesting differences. What's the relative price of powdered milk? The ICP survey gives you information on, on the price of powdered milk versus the price of, of liquid milk, the product that's typically um, preferred. So in some cases you'll find for instance, in Ethiopia, the price of powdered milk is enormously high. Looks like there's a lot of protection being used there, but domestic production is relatively competitive, and the staple food, um, no, sorry, the fresh milk price is relatively much, much lower um, than the pr price of the imported product. Um, so we see very, very strong um, diversity here due to some of these specific factors like the competitiveness of the local industry and the trade policy. If you just look at tariffs, you get a very, very misleading picture. There are many countries with precautionary tariffs um, that are on the books but not imposed, and then there are others with much higher protection than they're provided by the tariff because you have non-tariff barriers as well. Um, some countries like Vietnam have moved towards heavy reliance uh, on uh, imported foods um, and then uh, unpasteurized milks, relatively low cost in India because of the importance uh, of um, domestic markets. The protection policy, poorest countries don't have the highest protection. It goes up with income to that middle income level um, and then it's somewhat lower in the higher income countries. Um, we get these interesting paradoxes. Countries like Rwanda, Kenya, with competitive ability in producing relatively cool, high climate, high, high production, high land, um, protect, actually have negative protection. The price of the dairy products is relatively low. Some of the countries with medium protection, uh, medium potential have quite high protection, rather worryingly. Um, and then some of the countries with low, uh, low potential actually rely a lot on imports. If you look, um, the import shares in, say, Gambia and Cote d'Ivoire are very high. Um, so some key takeaways before I run out of time. Huge scope to raise dairy consumption, large nutritional benefits. Raising incomes is clearly important. Improving access to safe water and refrigeration, nutritional knowledge, um, information is extremely important, has been very important. Thailand, Vietnam, um, school feeding programs and so on, very important. The relative price of fresh milk, um, also very important. Successful strategies need to be tailored to comparative advantage. Um, and we see all sorts of uh, paradoxical problems um, as policies adjust, trying to balance between um, the interests of producers and consumers. So further research needed, particularly on some of the success stories. And at this point, my goal was to hand over uh, to Sophia Vielma to talk about fish. Thank you very much.